Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You're listening to Truly Criminal, the home of true crime. To see the video version of this case, including the footage and photos... You can find us on YouTube. Just search for Truly Criminal. Jefferson Parish, Louisiana. It is vibrant, busy and full of culture, with many a historic building, theatres, exhibitions, occasional festivals, lovely places to dine out and plenty of places to shop. But it also has a quieter side, with serene nature walks to track down, peaceful rivers to boat, swim and fish in, and some big state parks nearby. Those that live there say you can always feel a big sense of community spirit, and everyone supports everyone. And today's case takes us here, back to 2022, when it was home to 54-year-old Yolanda Ann Dillian. Born and raised in New Orleans, Yolanda had been there all her life and told people she could never tire of it. She had a big presence in the local area and was always involved in something. Yolanda had worked as a budget analyst in the New Orleans Police Department for about 10 years. It was hard work and high pressure, but she enjoyed it and her colleagues loved her. They described her as quiet and humble, someone that did great work for the department and kept everything organised but was never able to mention it or make anything about herself. They said although Yolanda was quieter, she had a cheeky sense of humour and was always positive, someone they felt comfortable to talk to and share their problems with. Yolanda's always optimistic nature was massively challenged when she was faced with the awful diagnosis of breast cancer. Ever the fighter, she took it all in her stride and everyone was elated when she got the news that she had beaten it. Yolanda took this as a sign to throw herself into more than ever and make sure she was doing everything she wanted to do and helping everyone she could. Having already got her bachelor's and master's in sociology, she was now working towards a PhD in it as well. She lives and cared for her mother, 83-year-old Edna, who was also sadly battling cancer. Yolanda was an only child and, after she lost her father Luther, she and Edna grew closer than ever. Caring for anyone is challenging, but Yolanda said she wouldn't have it any other way. However, with medical and school bills and debt mounting up, Yolanda needed a bit more money to make sure things were taken care of. She was strong in her faith and was a devoted church volunteer at St Paul the Apostle Church, having been going there since she was a child. Another reason she wanted a bit of extra cash was to buy all the children there some Christmas presents. Edna said her daughter didn't have children of her own, but was a big kid at heart, and loved spoiling the little ones at the church whenever she was there. Even though Yolanda had little time in her day, she decided she would start driving for Uber and Uber Eats to make up the extra money. Not wanting to worry her mother, she only told her half the story. 
She admitted to picking up and dropping off food, but knew if she said she was picking up passengers, Edna would worry. Her pastor said this was typical Yolanda, always asking others if they wanted help, but never wanting to bother anyone with her own stresses. She just kept it all to herself, and you would never know anything was wrong. With less than a couple of weeks before Christmas, she had started collecting gift bags for the children, and was slowly filling them up. And on December the 8th, with a few hours spare, she picked up a shift with Uber. December 8th, 3.36pm. An employee at a local travel lodge in Harvey had seen something near the parking lot which instantly caught their attention. There were two people in the car and the person in the back was leaning over and into the person in the driver's seat. It looked so odd in fact that the employee tentatively walked over to see if everything was okay. But it wasn't. As they got closer they could see a female in the driver's seat and a young man in the back. The woman was vomiting blood and choking. The man in the back then jumped out of the car, ignoring the employee who was running back and forth into the building, shouting at him to find out what was going on. The man pulled out his phone and started filming the car and the woman, a video he swiftly uploaded to Facebook. The employee was horrified and they called 911. They watched as the man walked away like nothing had happened. More people were now running over to try and help, but it was a really violent and gory scene. When authorities got there, they quickly realised that the driver was none other than Yolanda. She was slumped in her car with numerous stab wounds to her neck and back. She had lost a huge amount of blood and was barely holding on. They rushed her to the nearby hospital and shut the area off. Fortunately, inside the car, they found her phone. Investigators contacted Uber, trying to find out who she had last picked up and the journey she had taken. They needed to get the information quickly, but Uber said that until the fare had officially been closed on her end, as she was the driver, they couldn't give them anything. As frustrated officers continued trying to bypass the app and get through to Uber, Yolanda, who was now in hospital, was fighting for her life. But that fight soon came to an end. Her injuries were just too severe and Yolanda Dillian died shortly after arriving. Good afternoon, I'm Meg Gatto. And I'm Lauren McCoy. An Uber driver who was also an NOPD employee is murdered outside a Jefferson Parish hotel. Detectives back at the travel lodge finally managed to work out how to close the trip. And with this, they got a name. Brandon Jacobs. They contacted Uber for more information on his accounts and to get his phone number. They then started circulating the information hoping to track where he had gone. He was likely still armed and clearly very dangerous. The phone data was showing them that Brandon was still nearby, but they didn't realise just how close he actually was. To their shock, he was a guest at the very travel lodge he had just murdered Yolanda outside of, and what no one realised was that as they were out in the streets trying to find him, as soon as he stabbed Yolanda, he actually walked around the front and back up to his room. Just a couple of hours later, he came back down to smoke. As he lit up a cigarette outside, officers made their move, and Brandon Jacobs was placed in handcuffs. An NOPD employee dies in a random act of violence, and now her family says they're trying to comprehend her loss. It's still shocking. It's still a shock. The cousins of Yolanda Dillian remember the 54-year-old as a loving church volunteer, 
a caring daughter taking care of her ailing mother. She was a take charge person, but in a subtle way. She, you know, really loved her mother, took care of her mother. Um, it was just after her father passed, it was just them two. Your faith has to pull you through, you know, um, an understanding that um, the Lord, it was her time and the Lord wanted to call her home. I do know at some point we're going to be able to look back on the good times and laugh and talk about, you know, what she means to us um, and just reminisce. Deputies arrested this man, 29-year-old Brandon Jacobs, for what investigators call a random brutal act of violence, stabbing Dillian, his Uber driver, to death outside of the travel lodge in Harvey. You could see the emotions uh, in the church that everybody has been kind of crying, especially me, I've been crying all the masses. So it is a very big shock for all of us. She was also in different groups of the church, like Lady Auxiliary and so on. Uh, she was much involved in the activities with the children, like right now as we are going throughout Christmas, uh, her mom showed me uh, what she had been preparing now for the children. Knowing that one of us has gone the way she is gone, it is painful for sure. He was being held without bond, and police didn't have to interview him for long before he started talking. He admitted to everything and said it was actually completely planned out. Brandon had checked in a few days prior. He had been working in Seattle for the past seven years as a software developer for Microsoft, but had recently taken leave and gone on to benefits. It is unconfirmed why he did this, but after he took leave, he started moving around a lot from Seattle, Washington, all the way through to New Orleans, where he was now. That morning, he said he had woken up and quite simply decided he was going to kill someone. He started googling knives online and knife stores in the area. He then proceeded to order an Uber that took him to a store that sold knives. He told police that he had debated on killing this Uber driver, but realised he wouldn't be able to get back to the travel lodge, so he changed his plan. The driver dropped him off at the store, where Brandon bought two knives and a sweatshirt. He used the sweatshirt to conceal the knives, and ordered his second Uber of the day, set to drop him back at the motel. And this Uber driver would be Yolanda. How did you pick her? Detectives asked the 29-year-old. I didn't pick her. Uber picked her, he coldly said. Hi, y'all. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, we have a press conference announcing the death of Yolanda Dilly, and I'm joined by Chief Sean Ferguson of the NOPD. I wonder why uh, he's here today. Unfortunately, uh, Yolanda Dillian was a 10-year fiscal budget analyst uh, for the New Orleans Police Department, a civilian employee with the New Orleans Police Department. Uh, but during her off time with the, the police department, she also uh, worked as an Uber driver here in the area, delivering for Uber Eats and, and Uber itself. Uh, yesterday, she had the opportunity to pick up a fare in the city of New Orleans and travel back to Jefferson Parish uh, to the 2200 block of West Bank Expressway at the Travel Lodge. We announced the death of a female last night.
uh, at the travel lodge and it ended up being an Uber driver uh, who was dropping off a fare and was fatally stabbed uh, in the vehicle before she had the opportunity to drop that person off. Uh, we worked with Uber last night in order to determine who the fare was or were we able to match it up with different people at the hotel and develop the suspect by the name of Brandon Jacobs. Uh, we encountered him last night, uh, took him into custody, uh, interviewed him where he gave a full confession. Uh, his confession basically was stated that he, he woke up yesterday morning and decided he was going to kill someone. Very, very unfortunate situation to the, to the point of he actually videotaped the, um, the incident or uh, the aftermath of the incident posted on social media. We had to work with Facebook last night uh, to get that removed this morning. Uh, looked like uh, he has very no rest here, local rest or record here. Uh, in Seattle, he had some minor charges um, dealing with some arson and burglary charges that, that existed in that, that location. Um, certainly probably some type of mental uh, issues that exist with th this individual, although he was completely coherent and, and able to really dictate exactly what he did and explained uh, what he did and why he did it, um, looking for attention of some sort. Thank, thank you and your team for swift action and uh, uh, bringing closure to Renata uh, Dillon's uh, mur murder. Uh, we've had the opportunity, I have personally spoken to her family. Of course, they are distraught. Uh, totally unexpected uh, of them and, and even one of the family members mentioned how they have seen things on the television but they never ever expect that to ever touch their family violence in this way i know when i received the call last night from the sheriff i this is the last thing i expected to hear she has worked with the new Orleans police department for the last 10 years and she will be dearly missed uh you know she's very quiet she's very humble uh like a, a quiet giant, a little giant, I would say, because she was big in stature and what she did and what she meant to this department. And it tore our, our uh, employees up this morning, and we met with them to ensure that they were okay. And uh, I want to thank the sheriff and speaking to the family as well. They are very grateful for uh, the sheriff's detectives and how they've reached out and ensured that every question had been asked and anything that they need uh, is being addressed. And we will continue to work with that family. I want to offer my condolences and prayers to the Dillian family and their friends. Um, we will continue to work with the family to ensure that they have all the support that is needed to get them through this trying time. The Sheriff Joseph Lapinto said there was no rhyme, reason or motive for his actions. It was just mindless violence. He said the interview was so shocking and void of emotion. Officers were searching for words, but there really were none. How could this have happened to someone like Yolanda, one of their own? Investigators have no idea about the ins and outs of what happened in the car, or if any words were exchanged. But given where she was parked up and was found, they believe the second she pulled up to complete the trip, he just lunged over and stabbed her in the neck. Experts say this would have incapacitated her immediately. Unbelievably, the video Brandon filmed was available on Facebook until the police contacted the social media company asking that it be taken down. As the story started coming out, Edna gave a heartbreaking statement. That's my only child. I don't have no when your child leave in the morning, you expect to see him come back, you know. You don't expect 
for people to call you to tell you to child date. A family of just two, Edna, who is battling cancer, says her daughter was her caretaker. She says she's now left with nothing. She took very good care. She made my groceries and cooked and and I bought everything, you know. She took paid all my bills and things. So he just left me with nobody. But I didn't know she was driving people around. He got to be crazy. You, you can't just go take nobody life. Somebody who not doing you nothing, just take their life. They're my only child. Yolanda's cousin said, your faith has to pull you through, and understanding that it was her time and the Lord wanted to call her home. Yolanda was dearly loved by so many, and people were doing everything they could to help and support Edna during this time. The outpouring of grief and sadness was just as strong as the rage that everyone felt. Actor Wendell Pierce from The Wire urged people to remember Yolanda, saying they had attended church together for years, and that she had a heart of gold. A fundraiser was set up, raising over $17,000. People say she wouldn't have had any idea how much she had impacted and touched so many lives, and seeing so much love would have overwhelmed her. Uber themselves even released a statement saying, We are extremely disturbed by this senseless attack. Our thoughts are with Yolanda's family, and we are reaching out to offer them condolences and support. We are actively working with the police on their investigation. Other drivers that worked with companies like Uber, amongst others, spoke out about their fears and feelings too, especially with driving at night. What happened to a fellow driver? One of them saying she no longer wants to drive. When you call an Uber, you're not getting inside someone's company car. It's their personal car. That driver is taking a leap of faith and trusting that passenger. I had to continue to drive because I need the money. This Arrived is my job. But I was so scared. I just kept having visions of someone just attacking me from the back. Nicole Bannister has been an Uber driver for more than five years. I think my anxiety kicked in, especially this morning when I started driving again. I was kind of peeking at the passengers. Turn on Royal Street. Um, It just was frightening. Could have been anybody. Definitely. I mean... She only was giving them a ride. Retired Sheriff's Office worker Wayne Cardova says it's heightened his fears and awareness. It's part of the reason why he only goes to the airport to pick up fares. He's also considered carrying a gun. Uber rules, regulations. You can't not have a, a, a weapon in the car. You got to be aware of your surroundings. I mean, it's, it's so dangerous out here. But Uber said it was committed to their driver's safety and highlighted all of their safety features. These include an emergency button that, when activated, sends details to authorities and a requirement that riders using anonymous payment forms upload images of government IDs. A week before Christmas, Yolanda Dillian was laid to rest. Many were expecting a first-degree murder charge to be brought against Brandon, based on his own admission of premeditation. But despite this, a grand jury would indict the 29-year-old on charges of second-degree murder. Months would pass, and because he was in and out of interviews and assessments about his mental state, he had not yet been arraigned. 
After much back and forth, in May 2023, it was announced that Brandon Jacobs was found not competent to stand trial. A series of court-appointed experts who had been assessing Brandon handed a report over to the judge, who decided he should be transferred from prison to a psychiatric hospital for further evaluation. How long this will take and what the outcome will be is anyone's guess, but it definitely will not be a quick process. For the friends and family of Yolanda, it was a huge blow, and they are now in limbo waiting for answers. Yolanda Dillian was a fighter and an inspiration. She was a hard worker and someone whose optimism couldn't be shaken, even when faced with such difficult challenges. Her family hoped that everyone remembers her for her strength and her selflessness. Someone who, although she didn't realise it, brought so much to so many. Thank you all for tuning in. If you would like to support our channel and help us to continue to make our content, we have a Patreon with many perks including exclusive episodes, behind the scenes and ad-free early access.